In this guide of talks, Robert talks to Lee Goff. Lee is an entrepreneur who grew up in Mississippi. He started his first agency, Get You Wired, in 2003 in his upstairs bedroom with absolutely nothing and grew it into a multi-million dollar agency. He retired from the agency in early 2014. Now focusing all of his energy on creating and implementing guaranteed ways to make starting, scaling, running and potentially selling a successful agency easier and dramatically faster, more enjoyable while still being profitable. Lee has developed a way of working that gives entrepreneurs the business life they deserve. Work smarter by working less. Give yourself the time to take care of yourself and your family, therefore allowing a high quality of life. Robert and Lee discuss being there and done it, the secrets of success, is niche the clever thing to do, will it ever return to normal, and a third digital revolution, plus much more. And welcome to the Guide of Talks. And today I am absolutely delighted to have with me Lee Goff. Now, Lee is one of those people who've been there, done it, got the teacher, uh, amazing guy, amazing character. Absolutely delighted to have him on the show. So, a big welcome to you, Lee. Hello, and how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on, Robert. Absolute pleasure. A lot of the people here are from Europe, so just tell us exactly where you're from. Give us a geographical slot so we can understand exactly where you are. Okay, I'm located just north of Atlanta, Georgia. That's in the southeast part of the United States. Uh, for you know, some, a lot of people know where Florida is. We're in the state right above Florida. So. Brilliant, love it, love it. And 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 so so leave. Some people won't know who you are. I mean, most people will because there's a kind of a crew of us who help agencies. Uh, but for those who don't know you, what are you known for and, 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 what's, and what's the backstory? Uh, the thing I'm most known for is uh, being the dad. Of my, 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 my formal name is Abby's Daddy. Okay, so I'm my daughter's dad. That's my formal, formal name. Uh, uh, now, uh, I built a... Uh, some would, most would say that the world's largest Infusionsoft certified partner agency. So we sold more apps and implemented more of um, that CRM on the planet than any other agency out there. Um, uh, exited that business successfully in 2016 and then have dedicated my life to uh, helping other agencies do what I did at Get You Wired, but making it hopefully a lot easier. So. I'm known for building a big agency, selling it, and now uh, giving back to the community. Love it, love it. So let's just go straight in because there's a whole bunch of questions that you and I are asked all the time. And uh, this is a bit of a, a privilege uh, for our listeners to have, uh, have you here so we can, we can actually pick your brain uh, and, and really get to understand uh, your view and kind of what the gap is between what where agency owners are and what, or what they need to know. And I guess the first most obvious question is, do, do you think there are, are secrets of success? Uh, I don't think they're much of a secret anymore. I think there are, you know, I think that, that there are laws. In other words, there are things that successful people do. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they're a secret anymore, though. I think they're. I think. I think part of the problem is, is there's so much information out there telling you all these 
secrets to success that people get inundated uh, uh, with with all this information. They're getting sporadic information. They'll read one book, take one idea, another book, another one. And I actually didn't do that. I would find one book and I would just, you know, I would, man, I would read that book over the course of like six months or nine months. Not that it took me that long to read it, but I was just cherry picking the three or four things I wanted to implement. You know, because guys like me and guys like Robert and other people who write these books, we don't write them for you to, to for you to, to say that you read it and it's on the shelf. It's like a trophy. I, I didn't anyway. I wrote it so you can, I hope, I hope there's one line or one word or one chapter that can, when you go implement it, it changes your life. That's, that's, that's why I wrote my book. And so I, I think, you know, having a long-term goal and just being relentless towards that goal, pulling back on shiny objects and squirrel scenarios, uh, and just remain focused to that purpose and uh, always serving a higher purpose. So there, there are definitely laws to success. So, so, so what is it? I mean, what, are, what is when you come across, we'll start off with the, the, uh, uh, the newbies, the, new, the, the newbies who are in like year one, year two. What's yeah. kind of, what kind of advice you hear yourself saying again and again? God, if I have to say this one more time, I'll go bonkers. I mean, what's the, what are the kind of the lines that you, you, you're finding you're, you're trying to communicate? The number one thing is you're trying to be everything to everyone, okay? So you can't you can't do it. I know you want to keep your target audience big. and I, I really can't. You, let me rephrase that. You, as an individual, can serve anyone. Uh, but you better know going into it, it's going to become a, 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 a kind of a, a, a hobby business or a quality of life business because you're not going to be able to scale that way. You're not going to be able to bring in people off the side of the street and do that very efficiently. So make sure you focus your message and focus your target audience and focus your ship, and uh, meaning pick a niche. Um, um, a lot of people are terrified to, to pick a niche. They think it's going to limit their opportunities or uh, or limit their, their uh, ability to grow, and it's exactly opposite of that. So um, it was a mistake I made, and if there is one thing that I could just recommend to everybody out there is pick a niche hyper-focus that niche, and then get a product line that solves the pain points of that niche. Everything else becomes easier if you can do those. If you get those two things done, in your life it becomes easier, literally in business terms overnight, if you get those in place. And I think, Robert, yeah, Robert, you've been doing this for a long time. And if you have a centralized, like, you know, underwater basket weavers in California, hypothetical, or a super-focused niche, there might only be 200 of them, that's fine. That's that, that's well, uh, maybe a little bit more than that, a couple thousand of them. You can build a huge business. You can build a, a multi, multi, multi million dollar uh, agency with a target audience of twenty five hundred or less. So, so we're, we're talking uh, January twenty twenty one. Still got COVID around. It's still got problems. And I have quoted kind of almost religiously, uh, having quoted niche, niche. We say niche. Niche. I think that niche, niche, niche. You say niche, you say niche. It, actually, I, I, I was my book. I found out the difference. The difference is the Europeans say niche, we say niche. Yeah, there is there is no difference. They're the same thing. It's just how we pronounce it over here and how you pronounce it over there. So I, I wondered that, and I wondered it anyway. But so I, I had to, I had to figure that out. <laughs> so, so people have heard me recount the story of an agency that I knew. I mean, I've always like you said, you know, you focus, you need to be an expert, you can't be all things to all people, you know, take a category, take a category of a category, take a category of a category of a category, really, really home down so that you're, you're in a marketplace of one, ideally. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, we had a client who specialised in um, wedding wedding venue. Mm-hmm. When COVID came, within three days, they lost 95% of their business. Yeah. So there is, so yes, niche. Yes, I guess the, the thing is just to have that awareness. I mean, no one could have known that COVID was coming. No one would have right. known that uh, was going to happen. There are certain, well, and I use this term all the time in my coaching, there are certain acts of God, you know, and if you've ever had like a key man insurance or any kind of E&O insurance, I promise you in all of them, there is what's called an act of God clause. Yeah. Well, that's what we're dealing with right now. I mean, you know, uh, this is the worst global pandemic in over 100 years. You know, it's our generation's, for lack of a better term, uh, like our World War II moment kind of, you know, we really need to step up and kind of and just be there for our communities and our families and the things like that. And it's been great to see us all do that. But I worry about people making long-term business plans during a situation like this. I understand the require the need, the requirement to diversify. One of my students focused on the restaurant um, niche, hundred percent, and as you can imagine, the same kind of situation is about mm-hmm. nine over overnight. And so what he did is he pivoted. He was brilliant. I mean, um, uh, he pivoted and became a coach on how to get them up and running to do deliveries. Right. So, because none of them had a delivery menu, they didn't have the QR code to scan it. You know, they didn't have any of that stuff. They didn't know what the hell a QR code was. You know, so, so, so he literally pivoted and it saved his business. And something magical happened. Um, uh, a couple of his uh, potential referral partners that that we had been attempting to negotiate with and just couldn't get a lot of traction in there got wind of him doing this, and they promoted him to very large restaurant owner list. And so now he's got this massive list, not massive, I don't know, uh, probably gotten at this point probably over 500 restaurant owners that have paid him for this course. And he's doing some consulting, he's getting through it, but now he's got these buying units, these restaurant owners that paid for this course. And so as soon as he turns on the agency again, he's going to have all these people who love him and it's going to help him grow. And so during desperate times require desperate actions, I, I do understand going out and having to maybe pick up work outside of your niche during a situation like this. But I would caution everyone uh, to be careful that, that if you've built some good traction in a niche and understanding even if at this moment in time it appears to be dead, okay, in six months it will not appear to be dead, okay? The, the, the temperature is going to start rising, uh, you know, uh, in, the northern, in the northern hemisphere. Which is, anyway, long story short, it's going to start getting warm. Uh, we now have our third vaccine coming out. And so do everything you have to do to survive now. Go out and pick up those jack-of-all-trades if you have to, okay? Or better yet, attempt to pivot and serve the same target audience with just a more digital, like a more something that they need now, okay? Um, uh, but don't make long-term planning or business model uh, shifts uh, as a result of an act of God because it's, it, it, as long as it doesn't kill us, it's going to hopefully go away, you know? Um, uh, or better yet, we get a, a vaccine out there and we, we learn to live with this thing, so... Um, 